is is three going to be enough this time? Because this trip seemed to be specifically and exceptionally more moist than it usually is. So maybe I need to get one more square up in the mix and that's okay. Welcome back to Privy, potty friends. Um, I hope you are weathering some extra time at home well. Um, we thank you for coming back if you have extra time and that's why you're here. Um, but if you are new to Privy, uh, what you need to know is Privy is a podcast about toilet culture, history, etiquette, sometimes just horror stories about toileting. Um, and they're recorded live from a toilet. Uh, my name is Hunter. I like toilets, maybe a little too much, um, but at least enough to sit on one with my computer and a mic in a bathroom and talk about them. So I just wanted to do a little uh, toilet check-in for the week. I I haven't cleaned. I know I've shared that I uh, I clean and do custodial services for one of the places I work. Um, I have not done that this week uh, due to the virus. I'm cleaning my company spaces only once every other week uh, just because they have lower traffic and that type thing. Um, and as such, I, I've been able to focus a little more on like the personal toilet and doing yard work. Um, that doesn't have to do with toilets, although a nice shower after yard work is always great. But uh, yeah, just... That said, just taking some extra time to keep some of the surfaces um, in in my own space a little more wiped down. Um, I know I've been hitting them with some Clorox wipes a little more uh, just with all that's going on. Uh, but I should note that at the date of recording this, we're still in the midst of a stay-at-home order um, to help prevent the spread of, of the virus going around. Uh, we're not going to talk anymore about that, but something that has been cool is to see how people are are taking to the internet in a various uh, ways to be awesome, to just be cool people, and to do cool stuff for each other, and to make communities. Uh, one, there's there's uh, all sorts of stories about like different pizza places and and people who are raising money to help donate all sorts of different things, whether that's food or masks or um, all sorts of stuff to those who need it, to those who are uh, working right now and and are not able to stay home. Um, so I don't know, just something on my mind. It's pretty cool. Um, and if you're doing that, if you're one of those people, uh, you rock. That's cool stuff. Um, another check-in observation is that is, is the amount of time that a person can spend in their restroom um, is is directly related to how many days old their leftovers are. Um, and so I'm convinced that it's just like after two days, like you can see that number correlate and correspond to like once you start hitting three, four days, for every day after two, your bathrooming is going to increase. That's just something that I've noticed this week. Um, we don't need to go into why I've noticed that, um, but I'm just saying. But this week, uh, we are going to be talking about conserving or conservation. Um, if you're like me, 
and you, you like to try to make your leftovers last, um, it just makes packing lunch easier. Like it's so much easier to go to the fridge and grab something that you had um, the night before, a couple nights before, and it's usually already in a container and just pop that in the bag. But this week, we are going to talk about different things and different ways to make the resources that are in a bathroom last longer. Um, and right now, folks are hoarding to- toilet paper. Uh, if you've had trouble getting toilet paper, your experience is different than mine. I feel like part of this was a big scare to say, hey, everybody, you better come out and get some toilet paper because it's all going to be gone. But I haven't experienced that. Um, And I guess there's somebody out there who's like, oh, man, I will wait until I have half a roll of toilet paper on the toilet paper peg, whatever that's called. um, And then I will go out and buy myself some toilet paper. And you know what? If that's you, more power to you. Um, I start to get a little anxious once I see we're down to a six pack. Uh, and so I don't think we've ever fallen below seven, eight rolls in our home at any given time. So we're fully stocked current count. Um, it looks like about 33 and a half rolls. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be fine here in the, in the privy recording space. Um, but in our, in our first episode, if you run out of toilet paper at this time, our first episode has some tips for you. Um, remember socks and old t-shirts will do the trick. But again, I would be shocked if, I mean, maybe stuff's worth somewhere else, but that, that uh, lack of toilet paper has not been my experience. Um, so today we're going to discuss how to make, uh, the booty sheets last as well as other privy commodities and how to make them last longer because who knows with, I mean, I think things are going to start, um, on the, on the men soon, but I mean, if it doesn't, if this continues, who knows what we're going to have to do in the realm of soap and other stuff. Um, and so I want to first acknowledge that these things, the things we're going to talk about are all things that can and probably should be done at all times. And, and you're going to notice today, I do not approach these things from like, we've got to make sure that not so many ounces of water goes down the thing. And we've got to make sure that this, that, and the other is saved. I get it. That's not where I approach these things from. I often approach these things from a monetary, I'm cheap, I'm a cheap old man, and I don't want to spend extra money on stuff if I can find a way to make it last longer. And this is not a hunter's anecdotes, but when I uh, when I was growing up, and I think still today, my my dad often would like date stuff. So he would get like a, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit because something that I think people find out is they become their parents as they get older. But my dad would write the date on all sorts of things, whether that's like soap or deodorant, uh, just to see how long it would last, I guess. I I don't know. Um, But as you'll see, I've kind of bought into that. So the first thing we're going to talk about is water. And one of the coolest things that is is stupid, stupid, impractical is is like when you're when you're going to the bathroom, 
the flushing action uses considerable amounts of water. And so I started to look up, like, obviously there's different grades of toilet and you can get toilets that are like burn your poop. No, thanks. Not, not necessary. In my opinion, I just think that's generally a bad idea to introduce fire to the situation unless it's a bathroom candle. Um, but there's this one toilet that, that is supposed to save both water and space in your restroom. Um, and this thing's great because essentially your sink is attached to the top of your toilet. So what happens is, um, you make a deposit in the lower chamber, you dump, um, you brown, you go poop, uh, and then you can't flush that, that little friend is hanging out in your toilet water, just, just swimming. Um, if you're eating enough fiber, he's floating, uh, but rather than you wash your hands. So this is cool because it does encourage and, and hold folks accountable to washing their hands. Um, we're all washing our hands a lot. I, I know there's still probably people out there that ain't washing their hands. Wash your dang hands. Um, you're nasty if you ain't. Um, and don't tell me like, oh, you're getting germ immunity. No, you, just stop. Um, that's not real. But once you have washed your hands, the water from the hand washing trickles down and fills the, the tank of the toilet. And then you are allowed to flush with using the water that you use to wash your hands now to flush your leavings away. Um, but there's one major problem is that there are some sink activities that become too high risk with a toilet like this. So one of these is, is toothbrushing. I, it's been a while since I've accidentally dropped my toothbrush. Um, but there's been some horror stories where you drop your toothbrush and those dang things, they bounce. And sometimes they bounce near the toilet. But I think maybe only once my to my toothbrush has bounced directly into the toilet. But if you now are like straddling or standing directly over your toilet bowl in order to brush your teeth at the sink that is located at the back of your toilet bowl, that's a recipe of dis for disaster. I mean, eventually you're going to drop it and you're just hovering over the one thing in the bathroom that you do not want your toothbrush to interact with. Um, and you can't come back from that. There's no, there's no coming back if your toothbrush goes in the toilet. Again, remember, well, no, you probably wouldn't have something floating in there. If you do, that's a separate problem. Um, there's also regular toilets with dual flush um, to differentiate, for lack of a better way of saying it, between brown and yellow. Um, however, I feel like I am crazy because most of these flushing systems, uh, they have a difference of about a half a gallon, and that's crazy. So in other words, the amount of water that it takes to flush polluted water that has come from your bladder is only 0.5 gallons less than it takes to flush full solid chunky guys. And that's insane. It, it should take next to no water to flush a liquid and a lot more water to flush a not liquid. And some of these toilets, I don't, I think maybe they could get away on the, the P setting with less water flow, but that's just me. And then there's the ultimate water saver 
and I do not condone this. Um, water's not, at least here in Oregon, to my knowledge, water's not that expensive. But it's the if if it's yellow, let it mellow. Um, and we all know the rest. If it's brown, flush it down. And I know there's folks that are like, well, if it's brown, let it maybe mellow a little bit. That's not okay. Um, just flush it. Unless you have a reason, like you're trying to be quiet or I don't know, just, just flush. Um, that's not a money concern. That's a health and safety concern. Just flush it. Mellow, bad, flush, good. Um, obviously turning the water off in between sink tasks is going to help you save some water, save some money. Uh, you brush your teeth for two minutes. You better be. Um, but you're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes. You don't need your water running for that two minutes. Turn it off. Um, saves you money. This is, again, it, do it for, if anything, do it for your pocketbook. Uh, yeah. Next is ways uh, to save hand soap. So moving directly adjacent to the, the sink is the hand soap. Um, the most famous seems to be like diluting hand soap. And I don't, I can't say with confidence that members of my family have done this in the past, but I'm pretty confident that members of my family would do this if they knew they could get away with it. Um, and I might be one of those people. I don't know. But so diluting it with water, um, classic, but I'd argue that the soap isn't the same. So like, even though I do that, you can tell when it's happened or else people would do this all the time. The, the, the study buddies or just kind of the, the consistency of the soap is not right when you've watered it down. Uh, as with most things that are watered down, they generally are probably not quite as effective. Uh, and so, yeah, just use the soap. But here's something that I've been trying to do is just use a little bit less soap. So when you go to approach it, we, we have foamy soap because our kids like foamy soap and it helps um, the one of our children who is bathrooming to wash his hands more effectively. But you just need a little bit because once you introduce water to it, that stuff goes quite a ways. Um, so I've just been doing like a nickel size little nickel to quarter size little pump of, of foamy soap seems to do the trick. If you pump the whole thing, you get like a full hand marshmallow of soap and that seems to be a little too much. Yeah. That's where I'm at with that. Uh, it's like the watering it down is like when you go out and order coffee and you get a weak cup of coffee and you're thinking, did they put water in this to make it go farther? And that's wrong. And I think watering down your soap's wrong now that I think about it, but I get why people do it. If you can get away with it, I guess do it. But health concerns, I don't know. Um, there's a number of recipes online for making your own soaps and stuff. Uh, I remember I was sitting in on one of these classes and the, the kids in the class were making their own soap in a, in a, I think it was a chemistry class. Uh, it was pretty cool. Not all the soap worked really great, but it smelled good. Um, but there's lots of recipes online for making your own soaps. Uh, and most of them seem to be pulling from the, the ancient Egyptians using essential oils last week, they're using essential oils to put in their hand soap. So for all you essential oil hippies out there cutting open gel caps and squishing into soap containers, um, good on you. You look like Walter White. 
But here's a thought again, just use less soap. Make it go farther, and when you add a little water, again, it, it goes a long ways. And you're gonna see a pattern with a lot of this stuff today where the solution is often to just use less of something. We, I think a lot of times we get accustomed to using a certain amount, and then the thought of not using that amount in our brain then tells us that's bad, or there's something not right in the world if I'm not doing something the way I once was doing it. So next is toothpaste. So until we have a subscription, so we have this toothbrush subscription, they send us toothbrushes, and until we got that, I was a big pile of toothpaste guy. So I would squish out a big just glob of toothpaste on the toothbrush. Um, and it turns out they, they say like you only need like a little bit bigger than a P, um, P-E-A, P size um, thing of toothpaste. And that's not much. That's all you need. And you, again, your your mouth fluids make the pea-sized amount of toothpaste go a lot farther than you think it will. Um, as for floss, I firmly believe you need a good foot and a half of floss. You need to be able to wrap that guy around your fingers a few times. Uh, floss is cheap, and your dentist will usually give you enough to last a lifetime anyway. So um, in the realm of floss, though, I'll just say don't reuse floss. You don't need that. I know, like, reusing those little flossy picks maybe once, as long as it's, like, within the same, I don't know, so many hours. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. Maybe that's gross. Um, but, like, string floss, don't reuse that. Just throw it away. It's cheap. Um, and, again, your dentist could would be thrilled to pile you with armfuls of it before you leave. So, um, yeah. So just just use less. And maybe make a competition with yourself. So this is where the idea of writing down the date has come back into play in my own life. And I haven't yet done this, but I think I'm going to the next time I start a fresh bottle. Uh, is, is kind of make a game out of how long you can make a bottle of soap or a thing of deodorant or a thing of toothpaste last. Within reason. Don't jeopardize your own health and cleanliness to play the game, it's not a game then. But if it's a matter of like, oh, I mean, I think I can still get just as clean and use just a little bit soap each time and see how long I can make this bottle last. One, it's a, it's a weird fun game that you can make for yourself if you're looking for another way to pass the time these days. Um, but it's also gonna save you a little bit of money and that's, that's always great. Making something go farther is going to save money every time. Um, finally is the piece de resistance toilet paper. Um, and again, I firmly believe, but not too firmly, or else you're going to blast right through the paper, um, and then you're going to get dookie finger, which nobody wants, is that you really only need three squares per wipe. Um, so again, I've shared, we usually buy uh, Kirkland Signature, uh, just the basic Kirkland Signature Costco toilet paper. Um, and you take three squares, and I'm looking at it right now, you take three squares and you fold it over two times to where you have the square with two folded over squares under it. And that's enough. Like, 
this is going to do the trick. And it's accepted in, in the paper towel world that folding a paper towel allows you to dry more with the same amount of towel. And so now we take that mindset and we apply it to what we wipe our butt with. Removing human byproduct from the undercarriage. Layer up. And I think you can really do the job with three. Um, I can report that I have been trying this and, and trying to stick to the three squares, um, especially since all the toilet paper panic has started. Uh, and I've been doing this for the last week or so. And again, to save money, to make the toilet paper last. And I haven't had any problems. Now, again, at the top of the show, we had our discussion about multiple day old leftovers. Let's use everyone's favorite Mexican meat-filled friend, the burrito. Leftover burritos may cause a change in your bathrooming experience. And so what you have to do is you have to be a little bit of aware of what is going on below your cheeks when you have dookied. Being aware of that is going to help you key in on, is is three going to be enough this time? Because this trip seemed to be specifically and exceptionally more moist than it usually is. So maybe I need to get one more square up in the mix. And that's okay. Again, I'm not saying that you should be making poor choices just to make sure you use three. If you need the extra, you need the extra. But I think generally speaking, three will do the trick. That's my opinion. And if if you want to push back against that opinion, feel free to do so on the internet publicly where people can uh, interact with my, my bad ideas. Um, I love that. Uh, but you can tell how damp it is when you go. And so if it's a little more liquid-based, add squares. Solution. But generally speaking, don't conserve when it comes to cleanliness. I'm all about saving money. I guess I'm about saving a few trees. We got a lot of trees in Oregon. Um, but if it if it's going to jeopardize health and cleanliness, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's just not. Just get clean. Just stay healthy. And try to make stuff last as long after you have taken those two steps with those two things in mind. Um, now, it's time for another installment of Hunter's Anecdotes to keep you afloat. Uh, so... When I was in college, I remember this time where I don't remember how we got into this situation. I just remember the the layout. This probably lends a little bit to why I have a lot of toilet stories now that I think of it. But my roommate and I's uh, dorm room our freshman year was laid out in such a way where it was directly across the hall from one of two... Uh, community bathrooms for the bottom floor of our dorm. Uh, and so, as you would imagine, my roommate and I saw a lot of foot traffic come in and out of those bathrooms. 
We also heard a lot of things, more on that another time. But one of the things that we heard one time was not exactly a celebration, but was clearly excitement coming from the bathroom from multiple people. And so you do what you do when you hear excitement coming from a restroom, you go in and look. Uh, and so my, I don't know if my roommate went with me, but I distinctly remember going in and guys were like crowded around this one stall. And what they had done is they had taken a roll of toilet paper and in the heart today, we're talking about conservation and in the heart of conservation, they did what is possibly the least conserving thing that they could have done is they, they laid the strip of toilet paper into the water and then they flushed and they held it and they watched as the toilet paper sucked itself down into the bowels of the toilet and unrolled and pulled toilet paper along with it. And the number of, I don't know how long the, the strip of toilet paper would be that gets sucked into the toilet doing this fun trick, but it's more than your brain would imagine would get pulled in. Like you think it would just break, but there's something about Again, toilet paper is pretty durable. There's something about how durable it is that it keeps just kind of pulling and, and keeps going even once the toilet flushing has almost completed. It's only until the water starts to pool back that it stops. And so I remember we, we probably burned a full roll or more just over and over flushing this toilet paper down and just watching it like some weird fruit by the foot tongue but in reverse, being sucked down the toilet uh, and our housing fees, I guess, was what in our brains made it okay for us to do those things. But um, we we spent, and, and it's still something today where if you need to pick me up, every now and then, you know, just, especially if you're out somewhere like public restroom, just get a good length of toilet paper and, and just line one of these guys up and let it go. It, it will boost your spirits. I promise. And I can't promise, but I am pretty sure it will. That's been another installment of Hunter's anecdotes to keep you afloat. Uh, and we are at the end of the show. Um, as always, we we'd love for you to leave us a rating or a review, uh, that helps other people find the podcast. And it, and it helps when they are looking for the podcast to go, oh man, this episode had some more ratings. That's cool. I'll start there. But it also is a good thing to, yeah, just help others find the podcast. Word of mouth is great. We make it for fun. We do it for fun. But it's still something where it's cool if, if other people are hearing about it. So I appreciate those of you who have shared it um, and then talked about it and left a review. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter at PrivyCast. There's also a PrivyCast Facebook group, um, and you can email us uh, PrivyCast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear emails, even if it's not toilet related. You know, you might have a little extra time now that there's a lot more staying at home. Feel free to just drop us an email and say, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm listening. I disagree with this. Three squares is not enough. Do what you need to do, but we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and that's that's all said. I hope you all stay well, stay healthy, stay hopeful, uh, and there's nothing else to do, but don't forget to flush.
Thank you.